I rent a lot of cars, you know, because I go on the road and I rent cars. And when I drive a rental car, I don't know what's going on with it, right? So a lot of times I drive like for 10 miles with the emergency brake on. <laughs> that doesn't say a lot for me, but it really doesn't say a lot for the emergency brake. <laughs> it's really not an emergency brake, it's an emergency make the car smell funny lever. Welcome. It's Thursday. Uh, Thursday morning. Last day of our show for the week. Uh, we're so glad that you're with us today on Mo the back row. Mo's sleeping on the job. Mo's over there being all quiet. Mo don't know what to do. I'm tired. <laughs> it's been a long week. It has been. Long week full of very, very... Uh, mind-bending and and thought-provoking shows this week Mm -hmm. and they're tiring they're tiring to get through (laughs) not for you hopefully but it's a lot of thinking on our part thinking's hard thinking's hard all right we may have used all of our brain cells monday tuesday and wednesday so today may just be like well i think today we have it easier today we're just doing some fun stuff i think i don't (laughs) think we're gonna get too heavy okay no conspiracy theories no prosperity gospel no nothing like that okay Uh, all right so coming up on today's show the monsters of baptist halloween a history of archie comics before riverdale and bible or not but first it is what is today it's not even on here august october august october 25th (laughs) and we have a few holidays to celebrate mo what are them holidays number one national greasy foods day Mm -mm. so on monday i think it was we had food day yes which we were supposed to be learning how to eat healthier exactly reevaluating why we eat and the choices that we make when we eat so today I hope Monday you learned that, you know, it's okay to partake in some of those not-so-good-for-you thing, things, as long as it's done in moderation. Occasionally and in moderation. So today, moderately enjoy those greasy foods. Um, I feel like it's almost passive-aggressive that in the same week we have that day and this day. <laughs> yeah, well, and today, all across the board, is it's food. When you think... We are celebrating food today. When you hear the words greasy food... What place do you have in mind? Like, what restaurant comes to mind right away? Um, Sonic. Sonic. I think of Long John Silver's. Oh, yeah. So I feel like every single thing they offer is fried. Yeah. Isn't it? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic, though, and maybe it's just because that was like my lunch go-to when I was working because mm. it was right around the corner. But... Yeah, you got, they have now have the soft pretzel sticks and they've got mozzarella sticks and the jalapeno Mm, bites mm. and the. You know what? I'll give it to Long John Silver's. They do fried cheese curds, Mm -hmm. which is essentially just like little, little various sized cheese sticks. Yeah. They're amazing. They're very lightly battered. They're not a heavy batter. The cheese is really good and you get a lot for like 
two bucks. I got some from somewhere else recently too, and right now I can't remember where it was, but they were also very good. Yeah, I like them better than the typical like Sonic style cheese sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks. But I don't think they're mozzarella. I think they're I don't know what they are, but I don't think they're mozzarella. But gosh, they're good. Whatever they are. <laughs> Keep up that greasy food, Long Jones. Topher almost died on a mozzarella stick when he was like... Choking on it? Yeah, thir- 13 months. He was just just a little guy. <laughs> that sounds like that's on you. <laughs> it kind of was. It kind of was. You can handle this long, thick rod of melted cheese. It was the first time we had ever given him a, a mozzarella stick, and it was at Arby's, and he took a big old bite. And then, oh, those Arby ones are no joke. Yeah, those things are super thick. And yep. yeah, yep. Those are those are those heavy battered ones. They're so like, good. It's not though. like it's not like like the Sonic ones are like breadcrumb type yeah. stuff, and this mm-hmm. is like a heavy batter. But yeah, they're really good. Too. They are good. Goodness. Uh, today's also. I'm hungry. Uh, well, we ain't we ain't getting. It's not going to get any easier, is it? World Pasta Day. Ooh. I love pasta. I could eat pasta three meals a day, seven days a week. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. love pasta. Mm -hmm. Here's a question, though. We were Mm -hmm. watching a family feud the other night as a family. And the question was, aside from spaghetti, name a well-known pasta. The number one answer was lasagna. I don't think pasta when I think lasagna. I mean, and that's the same reaction that I had. Like, technically, I, it, it is. <laughs> but how is that number one? Yeah. I, and Chris was like, I think of it more like a casserole, not like a pasta. But like, I would it, think macaroni would be the first one after spaghetti, wouldn't it? You would think mac yeah. and cheese, fettuccine alfredo, baked ziti, yeah. linguinis, yeah. zinis. Spiral noodles. Not lasagna. <laughs> Bowtie pasta. Farfalle. 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 Yeah, I could eat pasta all even, the even, time. Even couscous. It's teeny tiny pasta. Is it pasta? Yeah, it's pasta. It ain't rice. Gnocchi. Pasta or not pasta? It's made out of potato, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's pasta. Yeah. I don't call that pasta. Yeah. Ain't no potato pastas. Potato Mm-mm. pasta. Mm-mm. Tortellini. Know. Ooh. See, okay. We ravioli. Gotta we got to stop. Ooh, ravioli. <laughs> <sighs> ravioli didn't even make it on the list. But I don't. does that count either? I feel like that would fall in the same thing as lasagna because it's like. Noodles, they formed around a filling instead of the noodles that are accompanying a sauce and other stuff. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Shells. Right. Shell pasta. Shells. Oh, I make some amazing stuffed shells. Yeah. I make them once every five years because they take forever. But Stuffed oh. shells do take forever. Mm. Stuffed shells and manicotti are probably my oh, favorite and lasagna. Do you have stuffed shells with Alfredo sauce? No. You should try it. I've had it once, do, but that's half. not typically how we make it. We do half and half. We'll do, you know, we'll get a plate. We usually have six on a plate. And we'll put three with marinara and three with Alfredo. Nice. Gosh, it's so good. All right. <laughs> Lastly. Let's just talk about this the rest of the show. I know, right? 
Let, mm. No, because then all of our listeners are going to be starving and it's not even lunchtime yet. It's barely breakfast. Um, and then lastly, it is World Pizza Makers Day. They're doing God's work. Yep. So make sure you order some pizza and then thank the maker. Yeah. You could tip them, I guess. But. And not God. I don't mean, I mean, you should thank God every day. Well, sure. Not I mean, that maker. Without God, we'd have no pizza. <laughs> Then again, you know, maybe we should thank Adam and Eve, because without them, we'd have no pizza either. We'd all be eating leaves. This is true. No cheese, no no pepperoni. Definitely no pepperoni. I saw a meme the other day that said, the look I give when I see Adam and Eve, and it's like, like a, for real. Right. Like, Like, really? You had one thing. One thing you couldn't do. Now we can't do anything. Right? It sent me into this whole spiraling (laughs) thought of... There's going to be like an army of people like chasing after Adam and Eve. It's the first thing you ask God when you enter the gates. So who's, who's where Adam at? and Eve? Where are they at? Could you just point them out to me? Where are those two? I've been waiting my whole life for this. I got some things to say. You threw that all the way on the app? It's, it's not even a matter of questions that we want to ask god anymore it's let me find adam and eve okay it better have been a dang apple by the way if it was like some people saying it's like a pomegranate yeah i'm like pomegranate ain't even good man (laughs) (laughs) why would you throw away paradise for a pomegranate well how did she get into it is how you eat a pomegranate just have all the crack it open and have all the beads fall all over your face go "Mm, this is great adam have some (laughs) shut up eve gosh i've heard it could have been a tomato it's possible tomato you know what i could go along with the tomato tomato is in everything now yeah so i mean yeah i mean we could do that i could do that without them we wouldn't have ketchup that's true or pizza sauce yeah Mm. Mm. can we move on Today's show is sponsored by Backrow Baptist The Game, a classic Bible trivia board game where you and up to five of your friends make a dash through the sanctuary over chairs and avoid those persnickety deacons to grab the last empty seat in the back pew. The trivia cards range in difficulty and reward, but in addition to traditional trivia, you also have fun variants such as Joel Osteen or Fortune Cookie and Who Am I? This game is exactly what most Bible trivia games wish they were. Fun. And all proceeds go to support Back Row Radio. Visit BackRowRadio.com to find out where you can pick up your copy of this rare but well-done board game. Oh, so now that we've gotten through those other holidays, okay. for the first time, I thought we could tell people what holidays are happening. These three days, we're not going to be here. Oh, gosh. I only picked a few of them. I didn't go the whole list. But. Okay. So <laughs> tomorrow on Friday... We're going to be celebrating, and I'm going to breeze through these, and then we can discuss them. Okay. Horseless Carriage Day. Wait, let me stop you right there. No, National <laughs> Bandana Day and National Breadstick Day. So wait, today's Pasta Day. Uh huh. And, and tomorrow's, tomorrow's Breadstick, breadstick day. day. Yep. Oh, I've never wished so hard we had an Olive Garden. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Um, I I don't quite understand the horseless horseless carriage day. Is that a car? I'm assuming it's a car, though if a carriage is pulled by a hundred rats, it's still technically a horseless carriage. Or a wagon? Like, that's that's a horseless carriage, right? Okay, anyway, Saturday, 
National Forgiveness Day. Oh, sorry. Matt. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Jeez. National Forgiveness Day and National Potato Day. So wait a minute. We had pasta day, <laughs> breadstick day, and now it's potato day? Uh-huh. So eat your gnocchi. My goodness. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Yep. All right. And lastly on Sunday, everybody knows Mother's Day. But do you know there's a mother-in-law day? <laughs> I thought you were gearing up for a song. But do you recall <laughs> <laughs> the most feared woman of all? Uh, yep. Mother-in-law day. Mother-in-law day. National chocolate day and pumpkin day. Wait a minute. <laughs> so we had pasta day today. Tomorrow's breadstick day. Saturday's potato day. And then Sunday's chocolate day. So uh-huh. we end this whole thing with dessert. With chocolate. Come on. Yep. You this know This is it. a food lover's dream week it right is here. Dream week. <laughs> and we started it by figuring out how to handle our foods properly. That's right. So that's messed up. (laughs) (laughs) One guy on Monday. Hey, everybody, let's let's eat responsibly and healthily. You're like, okay, okay, we'll do that Tuesday. You're still doing good. We're doing good. Wednesday. Yeah, we're fine. Okay, Thursday. How are you? We're eating pasta. All kinds of pasta. Tomorrow we'll be on. Wait, unlimited breadsticks tomorrow. Saturday, well, well, we got, I mean, we have all these potatoes. We might as well fry them up. But Sunday, well, dessert. Just, but Monday again, we'll come back around. We'll be good. <laughs> That's why. That's binging. That's binging right there. That is binging. That's why Bob started the week with with food day on Monday. <laughs> Guys, if I could bring your attention to what we learned on Monday. Shut up. It's potato day. Don't you follow these holidays? Oh my goodness! Yep. Well, it's uh, it's 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 almost Halloween time. We're Ooh. less than a week away from the hallowed day of Ween, and <laughs> as we know, uh, Baptists have a love-hate relationship, I guess, with the holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are fine with it, and some people are not, and some people think it's of the devil, and some people realize that Christians started the holiday, and uh, we just don't know where to stand. <laughs> Should we trunk or treat? Should we not? What's a trunk? What if they kidnap you in the trunk? <laughs> this seems like a bad idea to teach children to go up to people's trunks. <sighs> Oh, I, don't gosh. Know, I don't know what to do, but <laughs> what we got here is we got a list of uh, of uh, Halloween Baptist monsters. I'm gonna give you what they're called. Okay. I want you to guess what they what are. What they are. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Some of them might be easier than others. Okay. We'll see. This first one is Count Dracula. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. That is the guy who is giving out tracts left and right and just can't stop. <laughs> Close, yeah. Person who gives out Bible tracts instead of candy to ah. kids on Halloween. Okay. <laughs> Usually those terrible chick tracks. Have you seen those? No. The, oh, they're just, oh gosh, they're awful. They're the KGV only of tracks out there, just so violently obtuse all right next the if i were your mummy um 
don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I'm something to do with a mom. Yeah. Woman who makes it her business to keep Halloween kids from having too much fun. Ah. If I were your mommy, I'd make you yeah. put you in a in a leash. All See, right. and I feel like that should be if I were your grandmummy. No. Well, I feel like it's more of a grandma thing. Yeah. Uh, next, the you can't wear wolf. That's that's the people, the police that are telling you what you can and can't wear because <laughs> Harry Potter is unbiblical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, close enough. It's a church greeter who turns away kids dressed as demons and monsters from the fall festival. <laughs> Bible costumes only, everyone. Bible costumes only. Uh, let's see a lot of shepherds. What was that video? We saw a lot of shepherds and like nine Jesuses, and that's just blasphemy. straight up blasphemy. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, next one's. The anti-zombie zombies. Anti-zombie zombies. Oh, I know this one. Okay, what is it? They are the overly tired moms <laughs> who say that you're not allowed to wear zombie costumes. <laughs> no. Uh, they are Christians who blindly protest Halloween because they think it's just what Christians have to do. Uh, okay. <laughs> I still like my idea. Like, yeah, I pictured, it's not bad. Not I bad. picture like disheveled hair and spit up on her shirt and a, co- a starbucks coffee cup and a baby on her hip and she's just screaming no you can't be a zombie <laughs> all right uh the crack lantern um it's a jack-o'-lantern full of candy <laughs> still a person these are people yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the empty-headed church moms too worried about people handing out drugs to their kids instead of candy because that happens all oh the time, gosh. according to Facebook. Yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it let me take happens. a let me take a brief <laughs> brief pause here to tell you two things that you're worried about that have never happened in the history of ever. Number one, never ever has anybody not related to the child kidnapped someone on Halloween. In fact, I think, okay, I'll take it back. It happened one time. It happened in 1945. One crazy person, dude who's actually legally insane, kidnapped a kid. The kid was fine. But every other instance of any child ever going missing has either been that child actually going missing on their own on purpose or it's been a family-related issue. Mm-hmm. There have never been any police reports of anybody kidnapping a kid. Number two nobody's giving drugs to your kids. Nobody's putting razor blades in candy bars or apples. Nobody is putting their edible marijuana stuff out there. Nobody's going to give away their drugs, people. Drugs are hard to get. They're illegal. And they want to keep them to use them themselves. Why would they give them to your children? Oh, anyway, it's never happened. All this drug screening junk. Every one of them. All these things, and you've seen a lot of them with pictures and all yeah. this and the proof for whatever yeah. this happened. Every single one of them has been found to be a hoax yeah. or had absolutely no corroborating, corroborating evidence that it was real. Yeah. So quit freaking out and just have fun. You know, even though some of your kids I might want to give a little bit of my downers to, <laughs> I'm not going to. 
<laughs> I promise. <laughs> to make it clear, you have downers, not uppers. <laughs> some of you kids need some drugs, but they're not having these drugs. <laughs> I can give your parents a card and let them know where to get it from. <laughs> I am anyway. just kidding. Good night, people. Take a chill pill, but a legal one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two more. The ghost door. I don't know. It's the pastor who oh. takes his children trick-or-treating, but makes sure that they are all dressed in costumes that completely cover their faces so no one knows that they were ever out there. Okay, so I heard store. Oh, ghost or... I heard ghost store. Ghost store. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you didn't hear correctly. I don't know what you're talking about right now. (laughs) Last one. The Frankenstein. Um, I feel like all of these have a similar theme where it's just a bunch of angry, upset people. Yeah, but these are specifically about. I can't think of anything Frankenstein related. (laughs) Crankenstein. He's mad about something. Well, who do you when you think of a crank? Do you think of the deacons? Yeah, old people. So this is old folks who assume that all fun is sinful, no matter the night. Okay. <laughs> well, I know a couple of them, <laughs> and I pray for them every day. Let's name names. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> well, we have Jim Bob and Sally and and Lucy May and <laughs> nobody's. Are you from the fifties? What's going on here? <laughs> Listen, Lucy were... May, get your hide in here. It's Halloween night. They're going to be putting drugs in all your candy. They are old folk now, Matt. <laughs> they're what? They were. They're old folk now. They're all cranky old folk <laughs> okay. now. So they, they were, were kids in the fifties, and now they're old. Folk. Thank you very much. <gasps> hey, Sally May. <laughs> Where's Freddie Mac? Mm. <laughs> All right. It's Throwback Thursday. We're kicking it back. Not quite as far back as the 50s, but we're kicking it back to the classic Christian rock experience from 95 to 2005 all morning long. We're not just sprinkling it in. That's all you're getting today. Some of the music or all the music from the greatest era of Christian rock. When we come back, things you don't know about the Riverdale characters. That's Archie and the gang, y'all. We'll be a jughead and, and tune out. Just tune in, man. Welcome back. To the back row morning show. I don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> this is how I get when I'm really tired. Uh-huh. Get a little loopy. Little loopy. Get a little loopy. Loopy loopy loop. Today's show is brought to you by Back Row Baptist, a trivia board game. Prove you're the holiest Christian once and for all. Check it out on backrowradio.com in the game section of our store. Oh, that's, that should be my radio voice. All right, guys, come on down. Welcome to the show today. we got quite a show for you. No. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Coming up next are five random facts with Mo Tato Chip. 
I really don't like it. <laughs> You've got to stop. <laughs> you know, open up that bag and show us the five facts you got there for us. Nope. Not happening. Tasty morsels of salty Not goodness. until you stop talking like that. I'm not going to do it. We will just sit here in silence. Not happening. <laughs> I'm doing a service for all of our listeners, taking one for the team. I mean, they're 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 all hearing it too, Mo. Oh my gosh! (laughs) We got the top forty hits coming your way. I'm Casey Kasem. Nope. (laughs) That is the sound that nightmares are made of. I live in your nightmares. Mm. Just in time for Halloween. All right, five random facts. Number one, (laughs) the more stressed you are, the slower your wounds and illnesses heal. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I still have an open wound from third grade. (laughs) I've been stressed out ever since. Matt, you know that I just reached my 30 days of the day that I found out about my ulcers? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we haven't heard much about that. How are you doing? I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> good update. Good update. All right. I'm, let's keep it real. I'm still there. slowly dying, but uh-huh. hey, we all are, so. <laughs> Just at different speeds. Yeah. Dying slowly day by day. Dying slowly. No, so I was on that medicine. Don't ask me the name of it because I don't know. But for 30 days for the ulcers to just see if that helped with my pain, and it did. However, I still have random pain due to the gallstones mm. specifically when i eat domino's cheese bread really mm-hmm. what's so significant about I that i think it's because of all the grease yeah that is some greasy stuff yeah yep but we had it probably <laughs> two weeks ago it. it is worth it <laughs> and let me tell you i only had a piece of it because you know they cut it in slices yeah. i only had a piece of it just one, and just it was one two little... o'clock in the morning and i sat straight up and i was like oh chris is like are you all right no i'm dying <laughs> so i can't eat domino's cheese bread <laughs> I felt like I was having a baby again. Okay. Uh, number two, your chances of being born on leap day are one in 1,461. About 200,000 Americans and 4.1 million people around the world have a leap birthday. Mm. That, But that, mm, so are they only like four years old or eight years old? No. How does that work? That, I mean... If you are born on a leap day and you get to do that thing where you're like, oh, I'm only turning four today. (laughs) Okay, fine. Enjoy (laughs) that, you one random person out of 1,461. But I find it annoying. (laughs) I find it so annoying. Like, no, you dummy. You're still. (laughs) Do you know anybody who's been born on leap day? Uh, I knew one person in in high school. Yeah. But, I mean, we're still living a year. We live through the leap day, too. True. We count it as a normal year. Yeah. They just happen to be born on it. It's still a year. <laughs> I know you aren't actually thinking you're only four. But when you carry the joke on into your adulthood, beyond your childhood years, you got some problems. <laughs> it's not that funny. 
I know I, I know you only get to make the joke once every four years, but that's not long enough. I think I might would be that person, though. <laughs> I think you might would, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we both know. Okay, number three. On Good Friday in 1930, the BBC reported, there is no news. Instead, they played piano music. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Maybe we should take a note. <laughs> Do it ourselves. There is no morning show. <laughs> that was more like flute music maybe flute music is what it sounded like not flusic 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 okay uh number four flusic like a flusic flusophone we're dr seuss up in here uh number four ben and jerry originally wanted to start a bagel company the partners ended up in the ice cream business because they couldn't afford a bagel machine. Imagine going to an alternate reality. And it being... And it's mostly the same. Almost everything's the same. And you're like, let's go get some Ben and Jerry's. And your friend responds, I don't want a bagel right now. Yeah. You imagine the mind bend that would happen at that moment. What? Bagels? No, it's that ice cream. Even, that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Why would they have bagels? But see, then it makes me wonder, would they have, like, the Jerry Garcia, Cherry Garcia bagel? Cherry Garcia. Mmm. With chocolate and cherry in the you bagel. You know? Ben or and Jerry's. Or a monkey bagel? Start a bagel company, Ben For and Jerry's. Real? You can afford the machine now. Right? <laughs> but I want all of your ice cream flavors in bagel form. Right? That sounds fantastic. It really kind of does. Yeah. Mmm. Thank you. Let's just think about it for a mm-hmm. while. Mm. Okay. And in 1991, mm. Wayne, <laughs> Wayne, the the name Wayne is just like. Wayne. I feel like it's the worst name on the face of the planet. We'll say his old name because it's not great. Wayne Allwine. <laughs> Wayne Allwine. Wayne Allwine. It's Wayne Allwine here. <laughs> who was the voice of Mickey Mouse, <laughs> married Rusty Taylor, the voice of Minnie. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Aww. That's nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a thing. Good, I'm glad. I'll do a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the guy? He was on uh, America's Got Talent, and he sang in um, in impersonations. And it on the back on the screen behind him, it put up the person that he was impersonating. So he did Mickey Mouse, and he did. Um, Oh, goodness. What's that show? Family Guy? Yeah, Peter Griffith yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he did him. Uh, and... Oh, it was it the, so Is funny. it the same guy? That uh, What song did he sing? I don't remember. Was it? Okay, no, it wasn't. Um, no, there's a dude that does that now um, on YouTube. He sings like All Star and... Africa by Toto and all that. And he goes through like 24 or whatever different cartoon impressions or people impressions. It may He's be the really same good. guy. He did. He no, did. I looked it up. It's not the same guy. But, oh. uh, but he's very good. He did Simon Cowell, which is funny because <laughs> Simon Cowell's a judge. Yeah. Anyway. This is Craig Ball. That's the guy that you're talking about. On America's Got Talent? Well, maybe not. That's Britain's Got Talent. But he did the same thing. The thing in the background. Yeah. Was there Elmo in a suit? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. <laughs> I'm Elmo. Tickle me, Elmo. Nope. That's Elmo okay. loves you. Oh my gosh! 
that is one thing that I cannot do. I cannot impersonate. Can't do impressions? Nope. I can do a few. Nope. All of my impressions. If I dial in really well, I can do a good Barack Obama, but it, I have to... I have to do a lot of trial and error with my own voice before I remember how to get there. Yeah. <clears throat> but I uh, can't do Donald Trump. No. I have a fake, very bad Donald Trump. Yeah. That I don't. I want to get better, but I just can't. He's got weird mannerisms, too, and you have to do the weird mannerisms when yeah. you're doing the Donald Trump thing. He does, you, that was good. <laughs> Your mannerisms were good. Shoulders <laughs> up in the ears. Shoulders and, up. And, the hand, <laughs> hands upward, but in... Yeah. It's weird and going back yeah. and forth. I don't understand. Yeah. <clears throat> it's very strange. He's got his bottom lip comes down more. Like he talks with his bottom lip instead of his top lip. So mm-hmm. he's got to have this. You pers- watch people way yeah. too intently. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you got to do. No. Nope. Anyway. <clears throat> all right. Wrong. <laughs> Is that all of them? That's all of them. That's all of them. All right. Everybody's all up in arms about Riverdale. Love in Riverdale. Archie and the gang in TV form. Uh, but there's a whole history of fascinating Archie facts that you might not know about. So we're going to go through a few of them today. You ever read any Archie comics? I did. Growing up? I did. What was your favorite? Oh, Matt, I don't know. I read them when I was younger, and yeah. we took a lot of road trips. And oh, so they're good road trips because yeah. they're cheap and yeah. they were big. Yep, full of stories. And double. you can find them in any well back in the day in the nineties. You could find them in yeah. any gas station, any truck yeah. stop. Yeah, now now I've only the only place I see them in our town is Albertsons. Uh huh. In the grocery store. Yeah, not even like Walmart. Just yeah. Albertsons. I used to get them all the time though when I was a kid. I love Jughead the most. I yeah. See, so have that cool hat. I even sent away for an actual beanie, a Jughead beanie. Really? Yeah, it was too small for my head, like most things. But <laughs> I, I kept it in like my back car window, even when I started driving. It was really cool, like, <laughs> a little weird crown beanie. Um, anyway, I loved him when I was a kid. And let's see. Oh man, I had some story. I don't remember it now. I'm sure it'll come to me. Anyway, let's dive into these facts. Uh, number one, Archie was inspired by a 1930s teenage heartthrob that you probably know the name of. Archie was based on, in part at least, uh, on the Andy Hardy movie series, which starred Mickey Rooney Hmm. when he was a kid. When Andy Hardy isn't uh, isn't rejecting girl next door Betsy Booth... Betsy, Betty. Eh, eh, eh. I get it. I get it. He's dating a slew of Veronica-like girlfriends that include Lana Turner, Donna Reed, and Ann Rutherford. Like Archie, Andy is an average guy who somehow attracts girls who are way out of his league. And thus, the Archie universe's gender dynamics were formed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Archie Andrews was, was a radio show long before television. From 1943 to 1953, The Adventures of Archie Andrews radio show played primarily on NBC. The show's intro featured a squeaky voice jughead saying, Ah, oh, relax, Archie, relax. <laughs> Oddly, this show for preteens often featured Archie's parents more than Archie himself. Sample plots include Archie gets dressed for a date with Veronica, Mr. Andrews wallpapers a room, and buying a hammock. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there were simpler times back then. Storylines were so much easier to right? deal with. Buying a hammock. <laughs> uh, when the monkeys refused to do sugar, sugar, it went to the Archies. Hmm. Supposedly, when producer Don Kirshner 
offered the monkey sugar sugar with uh, which songwriter Jeff Barry denies even happened. Uh, they refused it, demanding artistic control and a more mature sound. The situation grew so heated, Mike Nesmith put his fist through a wall, saying, That could have been your face! <laughs> so Kirshner went to, on to create The Archies, formed by the teenagers on TV's The Archie Show, cartoon show, a band that couldn't talk back or hit things. It was a number one song well, in then. 1969. And it wasn't even like a real band. There was people that they hired to be the voices of the Archies. And it was like the, you know, if not the only song, one of very few songs it's attributed not to the Archies. Sugar, sugar. Ba, 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 ba. Not that one. Oh, honey, honey. Yeah, ba, that ba, one. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, really? That's by the Archies. Sugar, do, 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 do. Oh, honey, honey. Yep. That was by the Archies, my friend. Could have been the monkeys, but it's not. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. (laughs) People say we're monkeying around. That doesn't sound too childish or whatever. (laughs) Go right ahead, monkeys. Do your thing. All right. Archie was a superhero named Captain Pureheart. In 1966, Archie became Captain Pureheart, a Superman-like character with powerful strength and the ability to fly using jet boosters, Hmm. along with Betty, a.k.a. Super Teen, (laughs) and Jughead as Captain Hero. Captain Pureheart battled villains like the Ice Cube and Evil Heart, i.e. Reggie, using super bad breath, exploding bubblegum, and the power of a pure heart. Not surprisingly, Captain Pureheart was canceled from lack of sales, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was only the comic dedicated specifically to Captain Pureheart. Because I still remember they would put in a Captain Pureheart whatever storyline, even as early as the early 2000s in the books every huh. now and then. You know, it wouldn't have its own book, but it would be in one of them double digests or whatever. Huh. They might still do it. I don't know. But they were as long as I was reading it still. All right. Next. <laughs> Archie's Christian Comics were a thing that were very biblical. In 1973, an artist for Archie Comics named Al Hartley got permission to use the characters in a series published by Spire Christian Comics. So in 49 issues that followed, Archie and his friends undergo evangelical hijinks that included converting a hippie to Christianity, convincing a reporter of the importance of prayer and demonstrating what happens when schools stop teaching the Bible in an old West town. It's okay, folks. They open a Christian bookstore. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we could use these to help us in our everyday life. I've seen several of them. They're, they're very overt. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're, I mean, is that the right word? They're very plain as day. Yeah. This is so Christian. (laughs) To the point where I thought that that's what they originally started as. Really? And then they faded off. But now it's just a a side project that they happened to get the rights to. Hmm. Uh, Here's the next fact. Archie cartoons never do that well. There have been six animated Archie TV shows since 1969, ranging in style and theme. The Archie show was straight from the comic books. The new Archies tried to update the animation to please kids from the 1980s. Archie's weird mysteries took on B-movie monsters like mummies and a 50-foot Veronica. (laughs) Not one show lasted more than a year. There's a, a new animated show that was called It's Archie. It did not fare any better. 
Really? <laughs> but now we got Riverdale. Yeah. Riverdale's a live action Archie show. And it's in, I think it's third season starting now. I think. Interesting. I haven't even heard of it, Matt. But this wasn't the first time that the Archies came into live action on TV. Hmm. There was a TV movie. Archie to Riverdale and back again aired on NBC in 1990 in it. Archie played by Christopher rich goes to his 15 year high school reunion. So these are old Archie gang and runs into the gang. Now live action adults. The movie is impressive in it's thorough depiction of Riverdale, Archie, Betty, Veronica and Jughead even perform a song similar to sugar, sugar, but will Archie, Archie finally pick between Betty and Veronica or stay with his fiance? gonna have to find the old vhs copy of this to find out (laughs) (laughs) uh but lastly there have been tons of bonkers crossovers with the archie gang in the comics so here's some of the bizarre comic crossovers featuring the riverdale riverdale crew alongside other established characters they include the ninja turtles the punisher the tiny teen titans barack obama and sarah palin (laughs) the band kiss the cast from Glee, The Predator, and there was even a one-shot comic called Archie and Friends versus Sharknado. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Is there nothing? <laughs> now, they've even had a zombie Archie thing where all the characters... Oh no, what it was. They, <laughs> they buried Jughead's dog. dog Jughead's dog got, got hit and they buried his dog in the pet cemetery and Jughead begs Sabrina the Teenage Witch, who often crosses over with the Jugheads, to bring his dog back to life. She did, but the dog was a zombie, and the dog bit Jughead on the ankle, and Jughead became a zombie, and it just escalated from there, and they oh all became goodness. zombies. <laughs> wow. They're just so strange. Hmm. It's so strange. Some things seem so normal. Who am I going to date? Betty or Veronica? Or that weird redhead that shows up in the comics every six years. <laughs> and then, nope, that's weird. All right. Anyway, that's that's how your Riverdale crew, Riverdale crew got started. All you teenagers just now getting into Archie because of this show. Right. Uh, go to your local normal supermarket and uh, pick up a book and I guarantee you, you're going to feel like you're in the 50s again. Because <laughs> that's still... Mr. Mr. Weatherby. You remember Mr. Weatherby? The rotund principal. Uh-huh. Bald head. Little round glasses. Always getting in shenanigans, those Archie guys. He could never quite catch him. <laughs> That's such a brilliant writing that nothing's ever used before. All right. It's Throwback <laughs> Thursday. So since we're here in Archie land, how about we uh, enjoy some of classic Christian rock and what it has to offer. When we come back, Lots of Christians believe some very unbiblical things. morning show it's our third hour on our thursday and it's me and mo in the booth with you and our show today is brought to you by back row baptist the trivia board game 
perfect game for your pastor this Christmas. Check it out on BackRowRadio.com in the game section of our store. Mm, here's the news. Officials in a Michigan city of Portland are pleading for Facebook users to stop sending them angry messages about the city of the same name in Oregon. City manager Tut Gorman, Tut, T-U-T-T, Gorman, posted on Michigan City's official Facebook page that, that uh, the account, or sorry, whoa, okay, there we go, sorry, I'm misreading a lot of things. <laughs> the city manager, Tut Gorman, posted on the Michigan City's official Facebook page that the account and that of the city's police department are not affiliated with the city of Portland, Oregon. We steadily receive highly inappropriate complaints and messages clearly not directed at our Portland Police Department and certainly not reflective of our residents, Gorman wrote. Thomas said that the Michigan city of about 4,000 residents is very different from its Oregon counterpart, which boasts a population of nearly 60 or 650,000. Wow. Gorman said, our last homicide was in 2012, and we've only ever had two homicides in the entire city in the history of Portland since 1869. I think I might want to move to Portland, Michigan. Right. Sounds like a nice little village. Of 4,000 people. I that's, was going to say that's, that's like less than a tenth of how many we have in our town. We're between 40 and 50,000, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a really small area. It would be. Kind of makes me wonder what's what's there. <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> Scuba divers in the Florida Keys recently traveled 30 feet below the surface for an underwater pumpkin carving contest. What? The contest, organized by the Amore Dive Resort, Amore Dive Resort, saw the divers going 30 feet below the surface at the Florida Keys National Marine Sanctuary to carve subaquatic jack-o'-lanterns. Jack-o'-lanterns. Jacker. Jack-o'-lanterns. Uh, participants said the task was com- complicated by the fact that their buoyant pumpkins kept trying to float away mid-carve. Huh. Brothers Sebastian and Gabriel Gimeno. Uh, ages 16 and 14 were declared the winners when their pump with their pumpkin carving, which portrayed a dolphin and a half moon. Huh. Very that cool. Would be, that would be difficult as all get out. You would think. <clears throat> all right. A North Carolina mom shared a touching story about a waitress who refused to let her pack her dinner to go just because her daughter was acting up. Okay. Courtney Pettigo was at an Olive Garden in Greensboro with her daughter Harland, who says she was misbehaving. Pettigo asked her waitress, uh, Niana Rudder, for a to-go box so they could just leave without disturbing the guests. And to her surprise, Rudder told her no. Instead, Rudder brought Harland a bowl of ice cream with caramel syrup and then fed her while her mom got to eat her food while it was still hot. Isn't that nice? What? Isn't that really nice? waitresses and waiters that do stuff like that you guys are the greatest the real mvps all right the wrath of hurricane michael couldn't stop one florida couple from marrying on an emotionally significant date and the longtime pair happily tied the knot inside jacksonville international airport Though the couple of eight years had planned to wed on October 10th, which the groom described as the 10th day of the 10th year of the 10th month that I had fallen in love with her, 
Mother Nature had other plans. The storm's path of destruction closed the Leon County Courthouse and forced the Bears to improvise. They were soon slated to jet to Italy for their honeymoon and wanted to make it there as husband and wife. After searching, they connected with an efficient uh, Selica Young-Jones who agreed to marry the two at a place that practically never closes, the airport. Lori and Jim said their vows in the middle of JAX in a brief ceremony witnessed by total strangers. Huh. <laughs> That's one way to do it, I guess. I guess. Uh, California 10-year-old just completed a physical challenge, you're going to like this one, that most adults wouldn't even consider trying. Niall McDermott, a fifth grader from San Francisco, finished 55 Ks in 50 days. Wow. Last Sunday, all in honor of his grandfather who is battling cancer. CBS San Francisco reports uh, McDermott's grandfather has lung cancer and he wanted this challenge to be about raising money to help him. So far, he's raised $4,000 in donation pledges throughout his seven-week runs, according to to the station. I'm sure that is even higher now that it's been reported on. Yeah. Uh, but goodness gracious. I think only a kid could do that. I know. I'm sitting here thinking that, but a, an avid runner to run three and a half miles a day, that's. But I feel like, I feel like there would be a lot of chafing involved. By about halfway through those days, <laughs> even for a seasoned runner, um, you'd have to be really Vaselined up in every area. No powder, not <laughs> powder Vaseline. Up. What was it? That was Vaseline. Oh, it was okay. My brother told me this story. He ran a marathon. Uh, he he had trained for it, whatever, and uh, he ran this one marathon, and he hated it. And he was he was going, and he started chafing so bad about halfway through. And the people that were holding out the cups of water and whatever, some of them were holding out jars of Vaseline, people that were chafing. My brother grabbed an entire bottle, went into a porta potty, took off his suit or whatever, and just slathered his entire body with Vaseline. And then he tried to put the suit back on, and he's like squishing as he's running. But he said, I needed that or I wouldn't have finished. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just thinking, there's no way I'm ever going to run a race. Nope. No marathons for me. Thank you. Just do a 5K, Matt. <laughs> no, nope, I'm good. Oh, my God. Yeah, how long is a marathon? A marathon is like... 26.2. Yeah, good night. Forget that. Yep. Forget it. All right. Anyway, that's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. All right, so we move on to the cool stuff, to stuff that's maybe a bit touchy. Why are we uh, talking about it? <laughs> a biological male who identifies as a female won a cycling world championship this past Sunday, sparking controversy over fairness in athletics. Rachel McKinnon won the 35 to 44 female age bracket in the UCI masters track cycling championships in Los Angeles. And she touted on Twitter first transgender woman champion world champion ever. But a lot of people are wondering, is this fair? It's not. Right. A similar thing happened in a high school wrestling program uh, before summer where a male student who identified as a female student won the female wrestling championships of the town because he was twice as big as everybody Mm -hmm. else. Uh, I don't understand what we're supposed to do. Yeah, I don't feel like there's a right or wrong 
right. approach to this. You don't want to just say, no, you can't be in sports anymore and make them feel terrible about themselves. But at the same time, it isn't fair. <laughs> yeah. For, I feel like for a female competing against a biological male, there is no winning. Yeah. Um, and typically, I'm not going to say in all cases, but I think in most cases, the reversal of biological female competing against males may not see a lot of wins. Right. You know, I... Because the body chemistry and mus- musculature and all that that is typical in a male body or a female body biologically, mm-hmm. they are very different. Yeah. Even at their most, uh, you know, physically uh, active and, and uh, you know, muscular growth and all that from, from working out, the bodies are different. They will never be or look the same or act the same. Mm-hmm. You, now, you know, people who, like men who trans, trans <sighs> try to become women. Transition. Tra- transition. That's the word I'm looking for. Transition into women. Uh, do inject themselves with estrogen typically. Yeah. And... But that still doesn't change the actual physical layout of the body. Yeah. It can cause some reactions in a body that might, uh, that a normal man might not ever have. But it doesn't really change how your musculature is. Yeah. It doesn't change how you would grow. So, I mean, there's just, there's no, there's no way that that would ever not be a factor. And so do we just not ever address it? Do we have a, a their own uh, bracket of just these people? I don't understand. That's, uh, that's my yeah. thought. But then I think, okay, so it's like the transgender Olympics. Like what? I'm, right. It, it's, it's ostracizing them again. Yeah. I mean, we have the same thing with the bathroom issues still with, with stores or whatever. Is, yeah. is it okay? For them to use or not, or do we give them their own, or is that worse? Yeah, Ugh. I don't know. There's no easy answer yeah. to that. There's not. Um, and as Christians, we want to both uh, not ostracize into the fact that they'll never seek Jesus or anything like that. We don't want to 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 make them feel offended by what we believe. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, we believe certain things, Mm -hmm. you know, about what, what God creates. And, uh, we know that there's, there's going to be, there's going to be times where our, our fallen nature and our, our basically our, what's the word? Our, our bodies are, failing as time goes on you know disease Mm -hmm. and all this it continues to happen and i fully believe that there are people that are born one gender that do honestly believe that they are another gender Mm -hmm. uh you know i don't i don't believe that this is a weird kind of stab in the face of christians or god or anything like that for them to exist or have this thing like some people tend to react like mm-hmm. um like this is all about sexual perversion or something like that these yeah. are people that have these genuine feelings whether they be valid or not um but it's a really hard line to walk especially in situations like this because it's not natural yeah uh and to pretend that it's natural 
which is what we're kind of being told to do, doesn't fix anything. Yeah. You know? But I guess that's a whole other discussion for a longer episode. But it's just weird. It's a weird situation. It is. On all parts. Yeah. I feel like it's just... And that's probably why there isn't any definitive answers, because no one really knows. Yeah, what we should be doing yeah. in any case. Yeah. All right, and then the last one, the one that we tim- uh, teased earlier, a new survey. Oh, gosh, our, our pastor was up in arms when he read this, too. No. Uh, a new survey from Lifeway, Lifeway Research, has found that many Christians are confused about several core beliefs of Christianity. And by many, it's like most, like a lot of. Uh, Legionnaire Ministries uh, released their 2018 State of Theology survey results this week, and they have found that a majority of evangelicals have found the following statements to be true, despite the Bible distinctively teaching otherwise. These statements include, most people are basically good, God accepts the worship of all religions, Jesus was the first and greatest being created by God the Father, and other things like that. The survey found that in all three cases of majority, uh, a majority of the survey takers believe these statements to be true. I mean, these seem to be basic yeah. tenets of faith. Yeah. And to have a majority of people hear that and say, yeah, that sounds right. That's messed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so number one, we are not basically good. If no. we were basically good, we would be all the time. Yeah. We are basically selfish, uh, but we desire to be good. We have a basic desire to be good, mm-hmm. uh, and we need help carrying that out. And it's not a crutch. It's everything. That's how life works. We are taught. We we learn by doing, and uh, we have to break free from our childish selfishness, which we kind of learn as a part of how we survive as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're babies, you know, we have to be selfish. That's how we... No, you know, we need a bottle. We need this. We know this. But as we grow out of that, we have to learn from experience. And uh, as Christians, we learn as we grow up throughout life, we learn our morality from the Father. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't make it any less valid. That just means that's where we get it from. But to say that we're all basically good, that's where it kind of comes down to. Uh, we were talking about the other day or a couple of weeks ago, that family who's uh, they had a family member killed. And they responded by saying that they were praying for the person and they forgave the person that killed them. Mm. That that is uncommon goodness. Yeah. And that's where we see that real difference between people who say that everybody's basically good. But when you come to situations like that, if you don't have a good response, then you come to realize, oh, my response would be for revenge right here. Right. My response would be for that other person to suffer just as much as me. And that is not good. Yeah. That is not a basically good response. Mm-hmm. That is a, a evil, putting more evil into the world response. But for someone to be able to say, I forgive that person, I'm praying for that person. That's, that could only come from uh, a, a moral superiority higher than our own. You know, it has to come from, and I'm not saying you can't get to that kind of thought from another religion. I'm sure other people get there too. But for for us believers, it's got to be God. Yeah. Because uh, I couldn't do it either. Right. And I don't know, I still don't know if I have the ability to rely on God for that kind of strength if that situation arose. Um, so that's that, of course. Uh, number two, God accepts the worship of all religions? How? <laughs> 
How? I don't. It's not. I don't have a big argument for this. Yeah. How? How is that valid? <laughs> and I guess that this embodies like uh, Islam and it would have to Buddhists yeah. and like if they were just talking about maybe like Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses, I could see how people could get to that. Right. If you're just talking, you know, those Protestant religions that are, you know, Methodist and Lutheran and right. Baptist and okay. Right. Even that, I'm kind of like, well, which is the right one? And I'm hoping, you know? and I'm hoping there is a skew in that one, maybe yeah, that absolutely. people thought that that's what they meant. They meant denominations, yeah, something. Because I don't know how clear they were when they asked these questions, or if they just said, "I'm going to read you a statement. You tell me if it's true or false." But still, yeah, there's got to be a lot of people who thought, yeah, all religions. And to me, that one's just really hard to. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I. It's def- it's deflating. Yeah. To hear some of this stuff. Yeah. But then the last one, Jesus was the first and greatest being created by God the Father. I mean, I understand that the concept of the Trinity itself is difficult to understand for most people, well for everybody, really. It's it's a it's a it's a God situation. But never in the Bible is it said that God created Jesus. It's always been Jesus has been with God mm-hmm. since the beginning, as has the Spirit. They're the same. They're different, but they're the same. So I get how I can understand that one. I can understand that one, I think, above the other ones. because really? Yeah, because coming at it from now for, I'm, uh, of course, I'm meaning Christians maybe that aren't as old in the faith as they should be. Um, but just to make that misdiagnosis of the situation Mm -hmm. because jesus was born he was kind of created quote unquote on earth as a baby you know as we all are Mm -hmm. now uh so i could get them seeing that but when we think you know first being created so we're thinking before time but i could see the miscommunication between it Mm -hmm. um especially as they added uh and greatest being uh, that kind of shifts it still. Yeah, he's definitely the greatest being too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to think that he was created, I feel like that's that's also slightly Mormon theology, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. That Jesus was a created being who eventually attained a godlike status, and he got to, and this was on a different planet, hmm. and that no, he then know. got to it be the god Mormon. of another word, world, which would be our world. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was a Mormon belief system. Um, but anyway, yeah, this is sad stuff. Uh, my pastor's upset about it. I'm pretty sure he wrote a blog about it this week. Uh, we might share that on our Twitter or something. Uh, but yeah, it's, that's hard to hear. It really is. Oh, all right. Let's, uh, let's, let's bounce back from that and play a quick game of Bible or not. Shall we? Bible or not. It's a classic game where we read some quotes and we try and guess if they're from the Bible or if they're not. It's pretty simple, really. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to read you five and then you'll read me five. How does that sound? Sounds like we'll plan. Who does better? Stan. All right. So you, here's your first one. Those to whom evil is done do evil in return. Not. Correct. That was W.H. Auden, an American poet. All right, next one. The strongest of all warriors are these two, time and patience. Not. Not. Not? 
Correct. Leo Toy Story. Toy Story. Story. Leo Toy, Toy, Toy Story. <laughs> Leo Tolstoy. All right, next. By your patience, possess... What is huh? By your patience, possess your souls. Bible or not? Not. Wrong. Ooh. Luke 21, 19. Uh, 21, 19. Isn't that from... Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. Yeah. Is it twenty one nineteen? Maybe. I don't. That's <laughs> when a sock is on you. Right. <laughs> right here's your next one. Uh, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. Bible or not? Not. Wrong. Genesis really? eight twenty two. I knew that one. Genesis eight twenty two. All right, last one. Uh, through God. We will do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our enemies, Bible or not. This is one of those. Yeah, one of them sneaky ones that could or could not be. Could be some weird Shakespeare thing. Could be some uh, war general. Okay, so we had two that were not. (laughs) Two two that that were. were. I'm saying Bible. <laughs> Correct. Psalm yes. sixty twelve. All right, so you got three. Three out of five. Three out of five ain't bad. It's it's a majority. All right. That's right. All right. Well, let's see how well I do as we start this over. Okay. Oh gosh. Uh, oh, reaching gosh. across okay. the table. All right. <laughs> if you build it, he will come. <laughs> <laughs> Not. Wrong. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Field of Dreams, <laughs> 1989. Right. Uh, that's oh. fun. <laughs> Let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. Let my armies be these things? Let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. I want to say not. Correct. That was from Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. <laughs> All right. Also 1989. <laughs> Weird. Okay. Love means never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> Not. This is dumb. <laughs> it's all random, folks. That was Love Story, 1970. <laughs> uh, but be not afraid of greatness. Some are born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. Not. This is dumb. It's William Shakespeare. These the are all very, night. very well known quotes all of a sudden. This is so stupid. <laughs> Much learning is driving you mad. <laughs> and not. <sighs> is that, it really one? That is a Bible verse. What That's is it? Acts 26, 24. Driving you mad? Yep. Wow, I don't think I've ever seen the word mad like that in the Bible. I wonder what translation it is. Anyway, right. I win. <laughs> Four to one uh, in right answers for me. Three to two right answers for you. I win by one. Whatever. Take that, Mo. I'm going to hold on. I to really the, thought that last one. Two M. I did too. Uh, I'm going to hold on to the 2M championship belt here. Whatever. Whatever. It's clearly mine. You can't see it at home, folks, but it's not spectacular. Hey. It's not, <laughs> it's not like our awesome back row title belt, which is still held by Tyler Kelly. Is he ever going to get I'm it I'm trying to get him on here so you can take it from him, but... What does he keep saying? He's working or something. 
lame excuse after excuse. Why don't everybody just quit their job like I did? <laughs> so that they can dedicate more time. Love means never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> Marriage means always having to say you're sorry. This is true. <laughs> okay, folks. It's been a good week. We are glad you've been with us. We're going to round out the hour here in a little bit. But first, let's get some more of that Throwback Thursday goodness into your soul. Stick around. We'll be back in a little while. show thank you so much for joining us all week long because i know you were faithful and you were here every single day we know it uh, <laughs> let's end the show with our bible verse and thought for the day bible verse for the day is ephesians 5 19 through 20 speaking to one another with psalms hymns and songs from the spirit sing and make music from your heart to the lord always giving thanks to god the father for everything in the name of our lord jesus christ mm. our thought for the day comes from eric mason God disciplines his children, not to push us away from him, but to draw us closer to him. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're here every Monday through Thursday, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed together into a podcast for you over on backrowradio.com or most places where podcasts are born. And of course, tune in tomorrow for you. For you. Exactly right. There you go, Donnie and Jordan. There's your your new theme music. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow for your my friend and I trust you with Donnie and Jordan as they kick off your weekend with Feel Good Friday. And we'll see you again on Monday. Also tune in for Chapter Day Morning this Saturday, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific, where you can hear amazing shows like Hear No Evil, the Free Play Podcast, and Not Another Baptist Podcast. You can find the schedule on backrowradio.com. And thank you to our sponsor, Back Row Baptist, the game. Mo, what is the final word of the week? It's time for a nap. <laughs> That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.